1: Hello and welcome to the Pro Wrestling Show in association with TalkSport. Will Gavin, I'll have John Jackson alongside me momentarily, coming from Glasgow where the NXT UK latest set of tapings is going down this weekend. Coming up on the show today, uh, Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams are the hottest tag team in NXT UK right now, at least on the best streak in NXT UK. They'll be joining us, a nice long 20-minute chat. I'm going to bring you our conversation with Casey Catandaro, from Wrestlemania this year, she was, she was absolutely, absolutely delightful, delightful. And, and had a, had a brilliant, brilliant match uh, with Rhea, Rhea Ripley, again, again uh, at uh, Rhea Ripley, uh, this last NXT UK, UK taping, Out Access in, in, in Mania. Mania, don't forget, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at Pro, Pro show, show, there are the videos, videos of our chats that going on there on a regular basis, and head to forward slash WWE for all your latest WWE news and views, John Jackson are you with me?
2: Yeah, yeah, oh, like, I'm a little and... to make it sound like I was abroad but I'm actually just in Scotland.
1: <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that is abroad to me. As far, far as I'm concerned, concerned, Scotland is a distant <laughs> land, which I don't understand, but I'm happy to try and understand. Uh, I well, apologise for this. To be s- honest, Will, si- I
2: was just, just going to tell you where I am. Um, I'm i am not only beside the A814 into Glasgow, I'm also standing in the car park of the Clydesdale Distillery.
1: Oh, so, Lovely.
2: Are so you heading say, into the Clydesdale Distillery, or I'm not. I'm walking towards the river. However, what I was thinking is, if we say Clydesdale Distillery at least three times, maybe next time we come to Glasgow, the Clydesdale Distillery will invite us round. We can only
1: keep our fingers firmly, firmly crossed. It's um, it's a bit of a weird week weekend. This one week. This one because whilst we had the superstar shake-up, which actually, honestly, was a not too much of a shake-up, considering the n- amount of crossing between brands we've had recently. But we've got these two interviews for you, and with John in Glasgow off doing these interviews, me currently cooking in the kitchen on a beautiful sunny day outside, and AMAC completely AWOL, we're going to keep this one short and uh, keep it nice and brief, and, and yeah, it's it's going to be just a nice little news in brief, couple of interviews for you, keep you ticking over, and we'll have lots more content coming for you in the coming weeks, Uh, with Super Strong Style 16 coming up, we'll be doing regular shows from there, we're hoping to get Kyle O'Reilly on as well, who's overdoing the shows, Uh, they've been lent to progress by WWE, we're hoping to speak with a bunch of indie wrestlers there, Uh, we've got the New Japan stuff coming up in London, which we're hoping to get some preview stuff for, as they're trying to flog tickets for the Copper Box, with a bunch of guys coming over, so... Loads of great stuff coming up over the coming weeks, but Johnny, how's your Glasgow experience been so far?
2: Well, first, I did a talk for students who want to get into radio, and we, we focused on the fact that radio is kind of like podcast now, and we were saying that you've got the means to do a podcast in your pocket and you can be anywhere, and I think this is a good example of it, that I'm, in, I'm now in the car park of the SECC uh, while you're cooking, and we're still doing a podcast, so that's good. Um, my experience of Glasgow is so far—it's actually a lot nicer than I thought it would be. It might help <laughs> that it's 22 degrees and the sun's out, and I've had a couple of beers. But yeah, it's nice. Like, I mean, my, understanding my understanding of Glasgow, is that everybody's had, had a couple, couple of, beers of beers at minimum, minimum at all times, times anyway. So. so the first thing I've noticed—I've so already been told that the um, you can't buy alcohol in a in a shop after 10 p.m. Uh, because they so want to shut down people buying booze late on. Fair enough. But on the way from the, the pub, pub keep drinking at home. Correct. Can't get your bucky after 10. Um, and the other thing you'll notice in glasses, if you've ever been, is the bins are massive. And I think that's either because people are so drunk, they need bigger bins for a bigger target, or right. just, they just need they to be in a few to slot, you know, three litre bottles of strongbow into.
1: I mean, you've only offended about 90% of Glasgow at this point, despite saying it's a lovely city. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, a, Scots, a Scotsman told me told me that, so uh,
2: that's, that's a direct quote from a Scotsman, so therefore wasn't my view. Was it Kenny Williams? It was not Kenny Williams, no, it was a, a rather nice bearded gentleman in a bar. He looked quite a lot like Wolfgang, um, as do <laughs> about 30% of Scottish men that I've seen today. But it was not, I can confirm, the son of Wolfie's dad. I, I
1: was going to say, are you sure it wasn't Wolfie or a relative of Wolfie?
2: I mean, I'm not. I'm not ruling out some kind of relative. Um, I actually saw Wolfie this morning. I was at the Holiday Inn where we spoke to Kenny Williams and uh, Amir Jordan, and it's very weird because where are you chopping? Uh, it was very weird because uh, Wolfie turned up, and that you know that's not that's not weird, but because it's at the airport, of this hotel, Wolfie turned up. Then uh, Robbie Brookside turned up, and they're all coming in off, like, connecting flights from, uh, like, London and different parts of the UK, and then, I guess, some direct from America. And then Shawn Michaels turns up, and he's just casually checking into the Holiday Inn next to me, and it's just... It's a weird old world, isn't it? You know? (laughs) The
1: the problem is, is that you have developed a nice, thick, professional skin to things like that at this point, (laughs) whereas... I can name at least one other member of this podcast who, if Shawn Michaels were to be standing next to them at a Holiday Inn, in fact, I can name two because, honestly, uh, <laughs> Sam, as much as we had fun in New York, whenever there was a wrestler older than the age of about 45, anywhere near our vicinity, the rate at which Sam went from zero to mark was unbelievable. <laughs> uh like his, his favorite part of the whole week we've we had like long involved conversations with decent names from the world of wrestling you yeah, know really good fun for catching up with people we've spoken to before all that sort of thing but it was the press conference with triple h that really really popped uh, uh savvy. so that's yeah that just gives you a bit of an idea of where he was at but yeah, he sort of has a similar sort of thing in commentary as well, and what I find quite interesting about it as well is that these mega stars are here, and the guys from NXT UK, I mean, at the press box at Mania this year, the, the NXT UK guys, as well as a few NXT guys, that like Matt Riddle was there, and Keith Lee, and a few, a few others, watched WrestleMania from the press box. Uh, rather than out in the seats. That's kind of where they've been assigned. And I had a quick chat with uh, Trent Seven, had a quick chat with Travis Banks, had a quick chat with Tony Storm, just people we've interviewed before, and said hello to them and asked how access was and stuff. But it's that when they're over here, you go to like the media hotel or the TV hotel, as they call it, and there is a queue of... Hundreds of people sometimes outside, waiting to try and get a picture with Ric Flair or somebody. And, you know, (laughs) Shawn Michaels gets to come and check into the Holiday Inn, and there's nobody making any fuss at all. I think it's quite lovely for
3: them.
2: But it's weird. He's literally just walked out the airport. If you've ever been to Glasgow Airport, the the Holiday Inn is perfectly situated opposite the the airport entrance. And he's just strolled across the road on the zebra crossing and just walked straight in, and and it's like Shawn Michaels. It's like, what? Oh, Shawn Michaels there, which is cool. Next to him, um, Tyler Bate wearing. How do you describe this? You know the sunglasses that are very round, circular and black? If you've ever seen Salt Day, I believe that bloke wears them. Weird <laughs> Quite one. Um, small circles
1: rather than big, large circles.
2: Yeah, exactly. Very small ones that only really just cover his eyes. Kind of. Yeah, so he's wearing those. And uh, and uh, Mr. Mr. Seven was there as well. I didn't see Pete done, but he will be here. Uh, what else did I see? I saw Wolfie. didn't see Wolfie's dad. He saw the boys from Gallus. Uh, Ilo and Killer Kelly were there causing absolute mischief as they always do and yeah it's just it's just weird Um, in the interview that you hear with Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan I said is it like a bit of a school trip when you film these things because you know they're just you know they're all on tour they're just they're all you know turning up getting into accommodation doing what they need to do go to the gym I mean they said no which you'll hear in a minute they said it's fully professional (laughs) but to, to me it seemed like seem like yeah you know i know they're traveling everywhere
1: but it does seem like an absolute laugh to be involved in this yeah. yeah i i think so um look should we should we do that first should we start off with that and then we'll get into the superstar shake-up and uh uh we'll get we'll cover a few bits of indie news as well and hear from case scans out at the end so let's say should we hear now from your chats with amir jordan and kenny williams
4: i'm here in glasgow at the holiday inn next to the airports, uh, joined by Amir Jordan, Kenny Williams. Guys, t- did you ever think that when you started out wrestling, you would find yourselves at the Holiday Inn at Glasgow airport, chatting to a bloke you've never met before?
5: Cool.
4: <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no, I didn't, I did not, <laughs> okay, I, did. I didn't. You, answer the that you could possibly ask. Now you answer it. No, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. Kenny, like, you're about to wrestle for, for WWE in your hometown. Today must be a mixture of nerves, excitement and many other emotions. I hadn't really thought about it until you mentioned it. So <laughs> I've been trying to put it to the back of my mind.
5: But I mean, this is incredible. It's it's a testament to the hard work of uh, the guys who were here before us, before this UK brand was really a, a thing. Uh, like a Scottish guy like Wolfgang. He's been trying to get this going for about two years before we were here. So I mean... It's a testament to all those guys who were here before, as Pete Dunn, Tyler Bates. But for me, like to be part of this show tonight and tomorrow, it's going to be
4: incredible. Has your request for sort of family and friends tickets and mates? <laughs> Have you got loads of old mates from school going? Oh, you know that people who weren't particularly maybe into what you were doing when you started wrestling suddenly getting into your inbox.
5: The people who used to slag me off, are now going. I'm paying money to come see you wrestle. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, my my family and my friends are going to be there. I I, I always tell them, "You better come," because this is the best it's going to get. And I've had that conversation with a lot. I had that conversation a lot through my career. I said it when I done the Barrowlands. I said it when I done the SECC. I said it when I done the Hydro. But I was like, tonight and tomorrow night is going
3: to be up there with the best of the. Best it's going to be because. Is this why I can't get any comps? Because
4: half of half of Glasgow, <laughs> half of what Edry towns coming coming I can't, to.
5: I can't see
4: the <laughs> All the Highlands making their way to Glasgow tonight. Look, so uh, you have both wrestled in Scotland. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you've wrestled considerably more than me, than Amir um, Kenny. Scottish crowds are notoriously wild, passionate. Crazy. I mean, wh- how are they going to take to this NXT UK product? Because, you know, th- it's a little bit different to what ICW offer. How do you think the sort of local crowd are going to take to what is, in effect, more sort of PG wrestling?
5: I feel like the Glasgow fans are so passionate about wrestling. Like, Glasgow is one of the best wrestling cities in Britain. And uh, I don't think it matters whether it's adult-orientated or pg Uh, I feel like they know the talent that's on the show and they know that they're going to get a good show so I think tonight and tomorrow night, Amir Jordan's going to get the shock of his life when he goes out there and the crowd are, are some of the loudest crowds is going to wrestle in front of?
4: Him. As, I mean, someone who someone who didn't grow up in Scotland. Yeah. Um. Are, are, are you, have you been? You've been warned. I guess he's warned, yeah, he's warned you what warned. it's going to be like, right? <laughs> I say warned. Yeah. Like to be honest, like co- uh, coming up in wrestling, like
3: I always kept like my finger on the pulse of what was going on. So like I've always seen what's been going on in in like say for example, I an C W, and looked at the crowds and like how they react to stuff. But when it comes to that, I think as much as like and you, I don't know if you'll agree with me or not but as much as like they're very don't agree <laughs> let, me, let me finish man as much as the crowds are passionate and about about wrestling in terms of the difference between a PG um, and the ICW type of show, but I'd like to think that they're uh, wrestling enthusiasts as well. So like they they want to see good wrestling as well as they're much also as. Also very
5: loyal, and yeah,
3: the roster that we've got at NXT UK, there is a wealth of Scottish
5: talent there from this area and around it. You've got uh, myself, you've got Kaylee Ray, you've got uh, the Gallus Boys. The crowd recognise that, and they don't care where they are. They just care that these guys are wrestling for the biggest wrestling company in the world. So I think they, they're going to be there for us. They're going to be there for the full roster as well because they know they're going to get one of the best uh, wrestling shows money can buy.
4: I think the good thing, that something that I particularly like about NXT UK is that they have followed the, the model of uh, Florida in a way, but they've never had really had a base until the, the Performance Centre was launched earlier this year. Um, but the good thing is is that so far during these NXT UK tapings, we've had Plymouth, so we've had literally far southwest of the UK. Uh, we've had London, uh, Cambridge, we've had uh, Liverpool off the top of my head, I don't remember them now. And then now we're sort of, you know, we are going over the border to Scotland and I think that a lot of uh, non-wrestling events that happen, uh, other sort of sporting events, other kind of things that are very London-centric um, within the UK. And I think a lot of people who live in different countries, especially Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland, they always find that quite frustrating. So it's quite nice that NXT UK is, is literally around the UK. So in brand and it, it, it's representing
5: the, the whole of the, the UK. and Because if you look at wrestling the independence scene in Britain this is why the WWE want to be here it's because it's not just good in Glasgow it's not just good in London it's not just good in Cardiff it's not it's good, good ju- it's, right, yeah. it's, it's, it's good all over Britain yeah. and <clears throat> not just in Glasgow but these fans are so loyal to the people that they've seen develop through the independence scene
3: that they That that's why they have to go all over. Yeah, like I think with each and every one of us, like the fans that a lot of the fans that come to our shows, um, they've seen us from when we started out. I'm sure there's going to be so many people here today that will have seen Kenny Williams have his first match, probably. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Maybe. Oh, like the first uh, first ten. But like that's like it. It is we're a UK brand. We we go out to a global audience, um, but at the same time, like don't be surprised if you see NXT in Wales Northern Ireland NXT Dewsbury might be a bit of a long shot but
4: we, um, can, we can hope
3: We never know What, what you're thinking I don't know I might send an email About that Jewsbury Town Hall yeah, yeah. Tri- Triple dot H At I've NXT I've never been So Nah Well you can come For the first time Do you know what I mean no, good,
4: good little Can we do We could maybe do that As a, as a small documentary You, you could so, You know you, You're now in his hometown <laughs> You go to Jewsbury. No
3: It'll be short
4: It'll, nah, be, it'll short. be short <laughs> <laughs> This is the high street That was the high street um, I oh, met oh. a nice town maybe apologies I, I mentioned the performance center there now we, we, we got to see that when it launched um, it is a little bit far from Glasgow I'm not going to disclose exactly where it is uh, but you know it's it's a few hundred miles away from here have you boys been there much have you been able to use those amazing facilities that we saw uh,
3: yeah absolutely we've been we've been there for the ever, ever since its inception um, the weeks that we spend at the performance center are, are incredible um, specifically speaking for myself I've gotten so much out of being there every you know for, for a whole week learning from guys like Johnny Moss Robbie Brookside James Mason Johnny Saint do you know what I mean we've, we're we actually spoilt for a wealth of talent that is teaching us um, and then we've got world class coaches like Sean Hayes working on our on our strength and conditioning we've got Sean Michaels watching our matches with us and telling us you know what we what we need to improve on so like do you, does it Get any better than that anywhere in the world? Do you know don't what I mean?
5: Because I've not got anything else to say. This is all he's done all morning.
3: It's too excited, man. I like it's just, full point that we should have split up. I, mean, I don't know. I just you know what it is. Like I get carried away. I you get like, like it's. The ring get too way. excited, and then I'll just cover it all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So to agree with
5: what yes. I mean,
3: just said. I'll just repeat all the names you
5: just mentioned <laughs> I'm not uh, missed out yeah, no you did I'm I mean, just no, listening I, I, I was ticking them AAA off AAA as you were saying AAA. but no these uh, the performance centre uh, is incredible like this wasn't a thing when I started wrestling it wasn't even a thing when Amir started wrestling yeah. but now it's something that is obtainable for uh, all the talent in the UK that now can work towards something like WWE always seems so far away, and now it's right on your doorstep. So if you put the work in, you you, you put the effort in, there's no reason why you can't be sitting here uh, as part of NXT UK.
4: And the thing is, is that as as sort of current performers now, it also gives you. I, w- I don't want to say I don't want to talk about retirement now because obviously you guys are <laughs> you know you, you guys are young, but. Hey,
3: oh. Yeah, nah. I try to keep it quiet. Do you know what I mean. But like, when we found out, when when Kenny found out how old I was, he was, I he, was that. he was he was he was shocked. I mean, do we disclose this or do we just keep it? Let's just say I'm a little bit older than you. You know what I mean. It might not come off on TV, like, yeah, but like different year at school, or we or are
4: we are we talking <laughs> different, <laughs> different school, like like
3: sep- I'm talking like September and July. Do you know what I mean? The cut off.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny's at primary school. You're at you're, you're at college, right? Yeah. Um we've uh, we've seen NXT UK represented on on a, a massive stage um i don't know what you would call takeover it's not the grandest stage of them all but like well, two nights before the grandest stage of them all with with Pete Dunne and Volta, and uh, which you know was was for most people uh, one of the best matches there and, and and gave a really good showing of what the NXT UK brand is like does that seeing them on there on the WWE network getting all these plaudits does that just inspire you guys even more
5: absolutely See, We were there uh, at NXT uh, New York uh, and we just thought it was incredible to watch. Pete Dunne's been an incredible champion for for, uh, the WWE as a whole, but for the inception of this brand, uh, he's done so much to create the brand, to put it on the map, and every match he's had, you can watch it back. The guy's got a library, and for him to be on that show and for us to be there live was...
3: Was amazing. There's nothing more like motivating or inspiring than watching guys from our brand go out at the Barclays Center in New York City in the biggest on the biggest weekend of the year and absolutely kill it. And they had that. They had that. That's the one thing with NXT UK. It's one thing that we're all trying to do is we're trying to make it different to anything else on the as part of the WWE family of brands. And like that was a snapshot into it on like a massive stage with so many eyes on it. And hopefully that'll make people watch our show and actually see that like we're actually doing something different to yes. NXT, Raw, SmackDown, to there, there was a
5: flavour to the matches that
3: preceded it, and yeah.
5: I feel like the thing that stu- that the reason that match stood out so much is because it was totally different from what followed it and what was before it, and that's just a testament to the the type of talent that uh, Walter and uh, Pete Dunne are, uh, and now obviously Walter stepped up and he's he's toppled the incredible champion that Pete was I mean that's something that shocked the New York fans and shocked the, the UK fans so I, I think that's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what plays out
4: and I think you know for people that have seen Volta we, we go and see him, we've seen him loads in progress uh, down in London and I know that he's, beat, I mean, he's pretty much done every promotion in every sort of major promotion in the UK now but um, he will be a different type of champion, obviously a different style of wrestler. And I think that the people that have seen Pete Dunne and they've kind of, you know, enjoyed what Pete Dunne does and they recognize him as the, the United Kingdom champion, or at least when he was, uh, they'll now see, oh, you know, it's not just Pete Dunne carrying this whole thing. It's a complete, you know, roster of of superstars that are great in their own rights. And obviously Volta, a completely different wrestler, but still an amazing character, just incredible at what he does. And I think that that will only strengthen the brand further, will not it?
5: Yeah, it's... The next step in building the NXT UK brand within WWE, and I feel like Pete Dunne's ran with it, and then Walter's only going to take it in this opposite direction, and I, I'm
3: excited to see what happens because it can only benefit everybody else who's on the brand. Walter scares me, so I think I'm. Um, I don't want. I don't want to be in that. I'll straight up. He scares me, man. Like, have you seen? Do you see him chop Jack Stars? I you see his chest, chest yeah nah Probably it's not happening it's not happening like you i mean i mean but that's the difference there like with someone like a walter so, well, so like you're not scared of if you don't either? well no well i mean he might it's break your fingers and stuff but like do you know what i mean like because pete is the same height as you well, I mean, and walter's still well, I learning mean, to be fair that's like i was i was behind pete but walter got, Walter beating him as well Walter it took someone like walter to beat pete so who's to say that walter can't have Walter can't be champion for 650, 700 days like Pete was. That was the I mean? number you just gave that man. 650 to 700 days. Do you know the you exact number? I don't do you know, know the exact
5: number. Yeah, but it was definitely between 600. It was pre 700, then you just made up a number.
3: 650
4: to 700. <laughs> you just yeah. said 650. Let's recall it high
3: 600s. Quite high 600s. High, high 600s.
4: Um, you, obviously, you mentioned going to, to WrestleMania, and obviously on social media, we see all the NXT UK superstars um, having a great time doing public appearances, doing chilling out in pools, it seems, if you follow uh, Zach Gibson. Well, was it? Did it have that kind of vibe that people would be yeah, able to relate to, of like a school trip where you go away for the weekend? I mean, obviously a school trip in the UK would normally be yeah. an owl sanctuary, maybe um, a wetlands marsh or something like that. Whereas you know, going to WrestleMania in New York City, that's that's pretty cool. But was it similar to like a school trip? I
3: mean, we A went, we went uh, flamingo land. My school trip, see what I mean, is that in Hull? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever go?
5: Yeah. Flamingo land? Flamingo no, land. I've never been to flamingo North land. Safari park, park was one. What's that? In Edinburgh. There's a butterfly farm. <laughs> the butterflies just fly about you. That's Basically, I think
3: this is a step up from yeah. our school <laughs> trip. It's not.
5: At the end of the day, we are doing these trips to uh, represent our brand, and our brand is new, it's fresh, it's completely different to what uh, the WWE's seen before. So, yeah, it looks like we weren't in Orlando prior to uh, WrestleMania weekend. We were only there for New York. And when we were in New York, our one focus was was to establish yourself in front of a completely new audience yeah we had fun yeah we got to experience the city but our focus every time when we stepped in the, that ring at Access was to establish yourself in front of a, a brand new audience it was an opportunity for us to to make a name for ourselves
4: the the thing is with wrestling is that there's opportunity everywhere like you know every new city you go to that one person picks picks you up as like their favorite wrestler or certainly in their top five like you know they buy your merch they you can just doing a booking is never a bad thing you know what i mean it's it's kind of like that sort of touring band mentality but I, I personally think it has a much better community to it um what are your immediate plans then in NXT UK? You say that you've established yourself, certainly on the, on the TV product and when you go abroad. Um, you are I'm going to put it out there and suggest you probably want those tag team titles.
5: So, I mean, this
3: initially, when we found out we were going to be a team, uh, was a bit... But rough you could have put that whole roster at the start of on the, episode one of NXT UK and we'd probably be the last two people on the list that you would expect to have be together as a tag oh, team
5: okay. I was going to say
3: Have you had to look at the roster and go
5: pair two people up who shouldn't be together it would be us, us two and why is that though I don't know because so, like, so we'd
3: never met. We never met uh, before, this, before this. Before we, this yeah,
4: experience. you got together by like a lot of blind date. I don't want to call it a blind date, yeah. but like in
3: a cool. weird kind of way, like blind date, yeah, app, like speed dating, yeah. happy I relationship, like, <laughs> a speed a dating, speed dating, dating uh, uh, speed <laughs> arranged marriage of sorts. <laughs> <it didn't,
5: laughs> and it for whatever reason, it just sort of clicked, and yeah, yeah. people started to get behind us, and yeah, it took us a couple of tries to 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 work out how we we tag team together but <clears throat> we finally got a win and
3: then we got another win and then we got another win and got then we got in WWE. I don't know if I mentioned that or not
4: I mean, you fought. need to shout these achievements you're saying them in a very he's understated way you're like come on streak streak streak, streak man do you know what I mean
3: like, him him cause like, like I say, Stop. Right, so like
4: I'm not being funny
3: right the Undertaker <coughs> Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan <coughs> that's that's so we're funny. a close second I mean, do you know what I mean bridge, like it's we've won four matches in a row and like it's only fair so now shit. Like
5: so different it from like, what it's touchy completely
3: off UK history you know what I mean like so it's
4: so you're comparing So hang on let me just go let's rewind to this you're, you're comparing the
2: the, the
4: the no 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 phenomenal <laughs> streak phenomenal 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 streak of the Undertaker however many years is it, 19 years before he lost to Brock Lesnar I can't remember you're comparing four wins for for oh, way do you know what I
3: mean who's to say that like the streak will never end do you know what I mean our streak our format streak has not been broken I mean you're we're knocking on the door stop, for. Oh, I'm too excited
5: I mean if you were recording this interview you would see my face is very similar to
3: yourselves. Uh, it's disbelief the streak's a streak do you know what I mean like We could go around in circles all day with this. The main point, the
5: main point, I'll bring it back, I'll rule him in, I have to do this all the time, I've got like a wee string on his toe to pull him him down when it gets too high. Basically, our goal at the end of all this is to win the NXT UK Tag Team Championships. Mm. We have a win over the current champions, the Grizzled Young Veterans, you've seen that in New York, you've seen that in the episode on the WWE Network on Wednesday, Uh, and that right now I feel like we are the only team on the roster that has a claim to the to the tag team championships so if that happens tonight or tomorrow night in Glasgow in my home city then I couldn't possibly put in words what that would be like to do in front of my family and my friends and wrestle for an NXT UK tag team championship
3: it would be incredible it'll mean so much to Kenny that after after a year of trying he might actually finally give it give it a dance Give it, give it a few I mean,
5: <clears throat> winning gold in my home t- city would be incredible. Would it be enough for me to dance? I don't know. Come on. If you stop calling it a streak, then there's a possibility. Maybe. all right. Okay. Oh, it's embarrassing. It's
3: still street, like, so. right. I'll stop. I'm sorry.
4: Let, 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 let's just round this up by saying let's hope this weekend that we see you dance and let's let's maybe hope that he reins it in a little bit yeah. and doesn't doesn't yeah, do let, always, everyone's got a mate that runs their mouth no, and gets the other one in trouble. I said let hope. he's got a
5: mate who you've been to ten a reef They've been to eleven a reef.
4: That,
5: <laughs> 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 that that's Amir Jordan. <laughs> so like somebody's won two matches. Amir Jordan's won three. He just I mean, needs. We won't pause. There so, we go. Okay, so I mean, I'm not being the Undertaker
3: won 20 odd in a row. Yeah. You've won four. The Undertaker, like anytime, so he might, he might I hope not be you too happy.
5: I, mean, him. I hope I meet him. I would love to meet the, the Undertaker. He might,
3: some, I, he might have
4: some
3: opinions about our streak compared to his streak. To be no, fair, no. He might have opinions about you <laughs> as a human
4: being. <laughs> yeah, not about <with> me. <laughs> A streak's a streak, you've said it. Um, look, guys, best of luck this weekend. And, you know, a, a, a beyond results and how it pans out, obviously make sure you enjoy being, it's obviously one of those things that a lot of people say in interviews goes by like a flash, but you've got all your friends and family there. I mean, you know, you're not in Dewsbury, so there's, the stuff going on here. Um, well, so
3: you'll mean, enjoy it. To be honest it. with you, like, consider, like, in terms of where I came from and like how all of this worked out with the WWE, every single place where we go, where we go taping is like, better than the last because I never thought I'd be wrestling at the Brayhead Arena in Glasgow or in Plymouth or in New York where we were last week so to be honest every single place we go to wrestle uh, and entertain the fans with the WWE is is amazing more amazing than the last Um, so yeah NXT Dewsbury might never happen but NXT Glasgow is going to be pretty sick this
4: weekend we can hope finally before we go um, Amir you're not the only British Muslim named Amir to be fighting this weekend Amir Khan is fighting Terence Crawford in uh, yeah. Madison Square Garden, which pretty impressive arena. Imagine, you know, once that street continues, you'll be there pretty soon. Um, how do you think that's going to oh, go I'm down?
3: <laughs> like, sorry, sorry, what was? I was the, just. How do you think it's going to go down the fight? Um, I'm obviously like Amir Khan's been growing up as in terms of having a role model, like for for the, for the British Muslim community or for even the British Asian community. Amir Khan is someone that's we've all looked up at, looked up to, and like. We never ten fifteen years ago when it was coming up, there wasn't that many role models, and like looking at it now, like there's so many that we've got in in football in cricket in in boxing, so like obviously my supports with American I mean, Khan like his northern lad from Bolton like definitely he's been to Dewsbury, you know he seen him at Shisha in Dewsbury a few years ago, legit I? yeah, yeah American I mean, comes down to Dewsbury all the time, but yeah like he's he's. One of the biggest names in sport when it comes to something like that, and we've got so many now. So, like, yeah, I, I hope he wins. I'll be watching. I'll... Do
4: you think he'll celebrate by going to Dewsbury? No, I'm just kidding.
3: You um, know what? I'm not being funny, but last time he did, he came to Dewsbury after his fight. So, he had a fight in Vegas or in America. If we went tonight, the next week, we're all
5: going to Dewsbury,
3: mate legit cafe lounge saying. shisha bar like we'll go down you would have to like you, they do like coffees and like cakes and stuff as well you know what I mean yeah yeah we'll go we'll go man if we win the tag team titles
4: we're going shisha after to celebrate
5: we need to get the match first before we win them.
4: So. All right, people of Dewsbury, if you see uh, two men argue it, arguing outside Shisha tonight, you'll know that they what did, they did win, but ta- <laughs> <trying to laughs> the, the future of their tag reign will, uh, will not go so well. Uh, Amir, Kenny, thank you very much. Like and cheers. best of luck. Cheers. cheers.
0: Thank, thank you. you very much. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Amy Jordan and Kenny Williams enjoyed that, buddy.
1: I uh, particularly liked that at the start, you uh, <laughs> asked them how starstruck they were to be speaking with a man they'd never known, they'd never met before in a holiday inn at Glasgow Airport. And uh, I think you've got to keep they, it real well. They got on board with it very quickly. There uh, they, they have been plenty of times where we've tried to be like that with people in our lives, and they have had no interest in having a, a giggle with us. So I think it's good that they were, they were right up for it.
2: Oh, it was good. Uh, to be honest, just before we started recording that, I went into the room, and if you've know, you ever ever been in a room where there's talent, whatever they call talent, whatever, like people refer to people as talent, whether it's wrestlers or anyone vaguely known or whatever, there's always PR people. And um, yeah, we're quite lucky, we know the PR people quite well. As I walked in, they were discussing the new WWE headquarters, which they're sort of moving, aren't they, from the, the building that they've been in, in Connecticut for ages, into this new, amazing building. And Amir Jordan, I didn't really hear this, so I didn't want to ask him about it fully, but he basically used to work in that building that they're moving into. Um, I don't really? know what, who he worked for, what happened there. But he was absolutely raving about the catering in said building. So you know, if any WWE employees are listening, Amir gives it two thumbs up for the case three.
1: I am I am intrigued as to uh, in what capacity he worked there, and slightly disappointed, John, that you did not get involved.
2: Um, Uh, I felt (laughs) like I walked in on a private conversation. It was was not my place. But however, a little on the awkward side. Well, he did suggest that he'll obviously be going back because anyone who works at WWE gets to go there. Which I think the others were like, "Uh, we've all been there. you know, it's not Maybe
1: it's still a bit task. Might still work. Um, should we talk about some of the news from around uh, the world of wrestling? Starting off with, well, the first thing is, this Sunday, there is a special extra one-off pay-per-view happening, event-type thing, on the WWE <laughs> Network that literally appears to be... It, I, I think there's a couple of other matches on there as well. Finn Balor is defending the, the IC title against Elias, uh, and... It's essentially just an absolute vehicle for the Shields to have their final, final match. So not the final match that they actually had back at uh, the event before Maniac. I've forgotten which one it was now. Um, Fastlane. Fastlane, that's the one. Um, or the thing they did when they were at Raw when we were there, and they did a farewell and a send-off. Or when they did that again this past week on Raw. Um, but they're doing yeah, an yeah. extra,
2: extra, extra,
1: extra send-off for, the, for, uh, for Dean.
2: It's like a Black Sabbath thing, isn't it? Where, uh, you know, they have the final tour, and then they have the final, final tour, and then they have the, this is the definitely the last final tour, and then they add another tour on it, and just, it just doesn't ever actually stop. Although, I it mean, you know, its contract is up, though. So it will stop. But yeah, they are making it for everything, aren't they? And like I mean, the T-shirts t- sa- out.
1: Yeah, it, oh, 100%. What it says to me is that... Uh, firstly, they understand the value of the shield. I think that's fair to say. Um, For me, it's a little disappointing because I actually thought that, considering the talent they were up against, as I'm not a big fan of Corbin or the kind of Lashley-Corbin-McIntyre team, that actually that fast lane match ended up being a really good match. So I'm not sure why we need to have it again with exactly the same opponents. But what it does does say to me is that AEW aren't signing... Dean Ambrose, there's no way that WWE, you saw it with the way that they've been with Jericho after he signed for them, there's no way that if Ambrose is leaving to sign for another major organisation, that they would be giving him close to this level of send-off.
2: No, of course not. They're, they're, I mean, all, yeah, if, you read a, if you read all the, the old Mark t- papers online, it feels like they're giving him a good send-off, because they are fully understand uh, in the belief that he will come back at some point and they want to leave it
1: on the best possible term, it's the bank. It reminds reminds me of, uh, and um, the big man, I'll point this out, when Jericho left with his injury, you've gone so windy, buddy. Where have you suddenly walked to?
2: Well, I can give you an update. I'm now opposite BBC Scotland, which is on the banks of the Clyde. Uh, However, it's also uh, also a wind tunnel. Uh, I'm going to walk into... I'm actually there now. Uh, I'm walking into the Crown Father car park. Where I believe I can see a wood <laughs> area, and I'm going to hope there's no one up to no good in the woods. I'm just going to sit by the Perfect. <laughs> there
1: we go. Oh, better, isn't amazing. It? What a place to do a podcast? Uh, it's definitely died down now, so we can carry on. Um,
2: yeah, after reminds... after this show, when you hear this, there will be pictures of all the uh, excellent locations I've recorded this in.
1: Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm a huge fan of it,
2: uh, but. <laughs> um, As it was
1: pointed out by uh, by the main man, it was a little bit like when Jericho went after his injury and they did like a really big send off for him. But there was, yeah, he wasn't going anywhere else. I think he did do a little bit in Japan on that run. But actually, it was more that he was uh, he ended up returning back about. What two years later, went straight back into WWE, went straight back to working for them and so they were happy to give him the big send-off versus what they are what they've been like now, which is to send him off and uh, uh, if if like with Jericho, is not give him a send-off, not give him a Hall of Fame take him off the website and everything because they're annoyed that he's gone to what they see as their major competitor
2: Yeah, on the alumni page, isn't it? Even before, he really I had time to comment on it himself after it was announced by AEW. Very strange. Very strange. Um, Vince uh, turned up on SmackDown. We, we,
1: this, I mean, the superstar shakeup overall. I love the idea of AJ going over to Raw because I think there's a lot of potential matches he can have there that we've not seen before. And, look, Vince teased that he was going to make SmackDown's biggest ever signing, and, okay, I'm, I, it's up there. You've, you've got to remember, you've had things like <laughs> Triple H join SmackDown once for a superstar shakeup and stuff, but, honestly, I didn't see Roman Reigns coming to SmackDown happening, and, and, I, and it does actually make both his career and that show more exciting, because, not unlike AJ Styles, even though Roman doesn't have that same tier of matches that AJ Styles has... He's a big star, and we're going to get to see him have some new matchups instead of seeing him fight the same six guys over and over and over again.
2: <laughs> do we think that um, is there going to be another superstar shake-up before that SmackDown moves to Friday nights and the new TV network? Because you know that could have something to do with this. You know they, they want <laughs> the TV network are desperate to get a big name on it, and obviously Roman Reigns is the name they want to be the big name. So do they, is that why they move him across now and hopefully bed him in on SmackDown?
1: I think that's an absolutely huge part of it. I think it's massive that the Fox deal is so much money and suddenly their biggest, most bankable star turns up on the brand that's going to be on Fox. I think that has a ridiculous amount to do with it. And actually, I'd say that, you know, it's interesting hearing from uh, what they were saying when we spoke to Triple H at Mania about the Fox deal, that Fox are also committing to doing a... Like a weekly analytics show where they will look back not just at SmackDown, but at Raw and NXT as well. And it'll be a little bit like Inside UFC or something like that, where they look back and they review the week's action. And they are really committing to trying to make WWE look like a serious product. And when you consider that right now, as much as they try and gloss over it, Raw is down 25% year on year and went down a massive drop from the Raw after mania to the superstar shakeup but the whole point of doing the superstar shakeup a week later is to try and retain some of that monday night raw after smackdown after mania audience Mm, so i think this is only i think this is only a positive for them i just my big thing is i don't want to see smackdown go to three hours which has been rumored
2: oh god i know i know i think it will though that's the problem. Yeah, so do I. If they're making it their big Friday night TV show and they want to get a family audience in, then, you know, they're going to want to... I don't know, they just don't need to. There's no need. to you know, cut down unnecessary segments that we see all the time. Other than, like, you know, backstage segments. Other than the fashion police, doing their bits and bobs back in the day. I said back in the day, like six months ago. Um, you know, I, I'm not a massive fan of half the backstage segments they do because they're just kind of pointless. I, mm-hmm. do so, I don't know but you know what something I did like on Smackdown I like that Cesaro I know that Sheamus is injured and uh, they haven't really announced why he or uh, Daniel Bryan are injured but um, it was nice to see Cesaro not with Sheamus I know a lot mm-hmm. of people would love to see Cesaro have a singles run to me that is definitely something up there whether or not he does I guess it depends on you know if Sheamus is out for a little while maybe they will push him on that but um, yeah that was good I like that
1: I'm just carving up the meat for my uh, mine and my wife's lunch salad that we're having on this Good, uh, good Friday afternoon. And one of my cats, mm. who hasn't been seen for a few hours, has obviously smelt that there is meat being carved in the kitchen, and decided to come and sniff around my feet. And yeah, you're not having any, mate. It's not happening. Sorry, buddy. I think I should name yeah. my cats after wrestlers. Would have at least made a good joke like, on this podcast. Like chat, chat. <laughs> it's a surprise. It's amazing that we've, uh, mm. you know, we've got live cooking instead of live food arriving this time, which has happened twice on the podcast before. So,
2: <laughs> it, it might, well, it shows progress. It definitely shows progress. Uh, the other,
1: looking at the other bits from the Superstar Shakeup, just to run through them quickly. Finn going to SmackDown, I'm a big fan of because you can get potentially an Nakamura matchup. There's, I mean, there's guys there who you'd like to see him go head to head with. Uh, guys like, I mean, Elias going to SmackDown, it means he could get more featured. And the women on SmackDown, the women's division on SmackDown, the way they introduced Bailey, had Bailey being. A bit of a different character was good. Mm-hmm. Kairi Sane being um, paired with Asuka, with Paige as like their manager, so they've got somebody who can speak, is absolute money. There's lots and lots to like about what they did on SmackDown. Um, I am slightly perturbed by, with the Sasha Banks situation still ongoing, that essentially WWE have decided, well, let's just pair Bayley with other black wrestlers. That's... <laughs> That's because it was Ember Moon on Tuesday. It was um, <laughs> Naomi yeah. on Monday. I'm like, I'm not sure this is a good thing. I don't think this is working.
2: No, it's a little weird, isn't it? I mean, I think that they need to do something with Bailey. I mean, like, you know, how long have we been saying that there's, there's, a, there's a sort of bunch of names that are just not doing it? And you know, they have to try something soon because otherwise they'll just keep doing it. Like Bobby Roode, for example, just thoughts that he's going to sort of turn heel and. Uh, and have a, have some kind of push, hopefully. But yeah, Bailey is definitely one of them. And if Sasha Banks does decide to leave, then obviously that sort of match that they really should have had, that feud they should have had, ain't gonna happen. So let's just do something different with Bailey straight away, and maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe, maybe it's all a big swerve, and that Sasha Banks is absolutely fine. She's just got a bit of like annual leave. I, you know, it could be that. I think people love to speculate a bit too much when it comes to the time after WrestleMania, especially with obviously AEW uh debuting next month now so yeah I, I it's 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 interesting there's some moves that i like as i say Balor is really good i would would love to see him in nakamura because obviously nakamura is just desperately wasted uh, on that show at the moment and, and there's one more and i've totally gone off the top of my head I can't remember i think about it in a minute i'm too, I'm too blinded by the exciting views uh, across the collide hello doing, i lost you for
1: a moment that's all it's all i'm back <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> the, the other uh, let me say the other two points that I thought would need to be talked about from WWE TV this week were it's sealed. It's why I'm just throwing my wife the, uh, the the dressing for the salad. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, the other two talking points I think we needed to mention from this week. Becky Lynch looks like she's going to be fighting the Money in the Bank for both titles separately. Um, she's got it's Lacey Evans is the Raw. Attacked, uh, the Raw title challenger, it looks like. But it looks like they're going to make her face somebody else on SmackDown. And how do you think. Can Becky retain both belts immediately? Do you think she should drop one of them straight away and commit to one show? How do you think they should handle that?
2: I don't really know, to be honest. I think that. I mean, are they just going to keep two belts out for a while? I mean, it seems they either have to sort of do. It either has to be wrapped up soon and she just picks one of them you know fair enough you can maybe kind sort of bring that out across uh, a month or so and, and sort of you know have her deliberating which brand she wants to be on or have her be like well i'm bigger than the brand so you know i think that's what they've done isn't it she's sort of saying well i can just appear on either because i'm the champion on both shows oh, could we see Becky liz start to get quite cocky and have a sort of, new dimension to her i know she's quite cocky as it is but like really super cocky and have a new dimension to her character that could be something that's good um, cocky two do belts instead of Becky two belts. Two belts. That's the one, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just, yeah, I'd rather rather they sort of did something quite defined with it straight away, or or made made a proper run of it and kept her being being an a hole until SummerSlam. Uh, I'd rather they didn't just sort of do it for it at a me, sort of medium amount of time where nothing really happens. And you're sort of wondering, well, what's happening with that? Because it's just been ignored for a while, that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, some clarity, clarity in, in the, the storytelling, storytelling would always
1: be appreciated.
2: I'd happily fear uh, to keep, keep both titles for, for a while. Because, you know, unless Charlotte Flair wins again, who in that women's roster has any momentum, really, at the moment? You know, Oscar, obviously, that, that didn't exactly go very well. Uh, a lot of them are involved in the tag situation. And then there's no one that's come up from NXT that can sort of, you know, really create a shock and, and win. So, you know, face it, it maybe it's a sensible thing to keep both on Becky for a while. And just have her be... just have her really develop that character and just be more and more... What was it? Did you say cocky do-belts? Cocky um,
1: do-belts. And the other thing we need I'd to talk about... Not yes. to be confused with the Jorvik Viking Center that many of us visited as schoolchildren. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> the, God. The Viking experience. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, why have you, you moved the current the NXT, NXT Tag, tag champions, champions without, without their, their, belts, their belts, changed their name, like. like <laughs> I don't I agree, agree with this idea, this idea that you know. can't have the word war in a team's name on PGTV. I think that's rubbish. And everyone going, I totally understand the WWE's decision. Think about it. They're going to have to sell uh, figures and stuff like that. I don't think the word war machine is really like a war raider. Sorry, think- that's, can't call them war machine. Um, <laughs> like, but, but I, I do, like, I get it, but I think it's ridiculous. But honestly, I think the, big, the bigger problem is that how badly botched the whole transfer over was. And, you know, even the commentary team sounded disappointed with the name The Viking Experience. It was awful.
2: <laughs> it's like they've gone, all right, they uh, they like the Viking thing. So what words can we put after them to describe it? The Viking guys? No, that doesn't work. The Viking men? Oh, no, can't say men these days. Uh, mm, let's uh, uh, experience. It's an experience. Okay, let's do that. It's... It it's baffling and i think even when they came out i think one of the commentators and i don't want to attribute a name to it said oh you may know them by other means or something like like something it didn't even make sense what they said like they were so like confused by it and it's just like you know also vikings were vikings nice people did, did vikings you know like do bad. i'm pretty sure vikings are pretty uh terrifying at times so, pretty if, nasty you, know, if you can't say if you're saying you can't well you are one i mean it's just that you can't say war then you know if kids are learning history they might go oh the vikings well they weren't very nice you know it's it's mental it's ridiculous um it's just you know i'm just sort of glad that they are as good as they are because hopefully that will mean that you know the name thing will just be a bit of a laugh and everyone will forget about it because they'll be good you know
1: now, just to say, if you are going to watch any bit of WWE TV this week, I'd recommend watching NXT because we had a really, really good uh, American North American Championship match between Buddy Murphy and Velveteen Dream. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, just a banger. Um, Old Johnny Wrestling turned up and got beaten up by uh, the Undisputed Era, so they're carrying on that angle, but they set up the idea that Dominic Djokovic could go for the North American title. Uh, Kushida Dom was announced today. Well, yeah, perfect. Uh, Kushida's turning up in two weeks, and they had Kyrie Sane send off, um, which I I'm not a big fan of the DQ ending to send somebody off. But she yeah. got a really good response. And it was a decent match between her and Baszler. So, you know, it was worth watching. But
2: uh, yeah, I just cared, maybe just
1: been... the finish could have been tad better. tad better. Um,
2: outside of it's WWE, not like, WWE, it's, not, it's not like we've had another disappointing finish for a women's match recently.
1: <sighs> Scathing. Scathing. Yeah, big words. Big words. Um, The uh, just to say there are uh, there are some New Japan Ring of Honor news, New Japan, currently on their road to Dontaku tour post the G1 Supercard. Um, But they are building up to the G1 Climax 29 event, uh, which happens in July. Uh, But the, the, the G1 stuff will kick off actually in Dallas. Texas with the Raw Quest show later this year. The G1 Climax beginning in the United States. It's clear that, like New Japan, are, are really aggressively pushing into these Western markets, and they've announced some big names for the G1 Climax opening night. You're going to get Akada abushi uh, Naito, Jay White all present at that show uh, they're doing a tour with Ring of Honor around it where you're going to be getting uh, you know, all sorts of big names from across Ring of Honor and New Japan turning up at that, the Gorillas of Destiny are uh, going to be defending their tag titles at uh, War of the Worlds they're going to have um, the, uh, the, the, the uh, Jeff Cobb defending the uh, Neverway Open title they're going to have uh, like Not as many of the Japanese names, but there's still a pretty good, decent number of names on that tour. And they've announced a Sydney date on their return to Australia, although no announcement of who's going to be on that, just at the Festival Hall in Melbourne at the end of June. So, you know, it's whilst I found the Ring of Honor side of things a little bit underwhelming, the New Japan side of things continues to expand. And I also think it's really exciting that they announced that um, Dragon Lee, who picked up the... uh, the equivalent of their cruiser weight, t- weight title while they were in uh, while they were in new york from cmll is going to be sticking with uh, new japan at least through until uh, the g1 stuff so uh, it, all in all they're doing good things They announced... sorry go ahead.
2: i was going to say could we see Dean, sorry can we see john moxley turn up uh, at any of these dates do you think
1: I don't think John Moxley's turning up anywhere. I honestly think he's going to take a year out at least. Just think he's going to chill out, do nothing, and then maybe come back to WWE. Uh, wow, we've had an announcement good. for the um, for Progress Super Strong Style 16. Jimmy Havoc will have his last oh, ever yeah. Progress match on the on the final day or on the Sunday, maybe on day three or day two. I'm not sure which, but we'll be there for between us the whole weekend. I've got a wedding on day one, but I'll be going on the Sunday and Monday but you're of the Maybank holiday. Well. Yeah, not my wedding. Oh, okay. Just a wedding. <laughs>
2: That's fine. I mean I just thought your, your own wedding would be the only reason you didn't go to Super Strong Star 16 because you love it so very, much. Good.
1: Yeah, very good yeah very good very yeah. good I should have picked up on that I, was cu- was I was actually, from I was me
2: putting, I was actually putting you over there um, yeah I'm really <laughs> excited about this obviously um, Jimmy, Jimmy Havoc big friend of the show um, kind of we had beef burger with him once and he's released a, a t-shirt hasn't he to market so you know if you've ever wanted to buy a Jimmy Havoc t-shirt and you didn't want to buy a t-shirt with the word die across it in massive letters. I would strongly suggest you check out his social media pages. And, you know, it's his last t shirt as an independent contractor or whatever he is. So, you know, all the money goes into his pocket. So do him a favour, give him a nice little signing off bonus. Nice t shirt as well. Um,
1: Have you watched any of the Rogue to Wrestle stuff? The um, Mark Dallas ICW bits?
2: As I'm in Glasgow, and I knew I'd be in Glasgow, uh, and obviously that was uh, something that crossed my mind, but no, I haven't, because unfortunately I was getting drunk with students. So
1: basically, I just recommend watch Rogue to Wrestler. I've only watched the first one. It was really good fun. Uh, ICW have announced a bunch of people coming to Shook's house party, including the likes of Tony Storm, a lot of their own guys, but bringing in some outside talent as well, some of the, the less regulars up in Scotland. Um I think we're going to try and be up there, as my wife has a, uh, a weekend away the same weekend, so it gives me an excuse to go out of town. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's looking like it's going to be a really exciting lineup. That's what ICW are doing. I think that brings us pretty much to the end, mate. We've just got to get Casey Canzaro
2: in. Yeah, that's, well, that's what I was going to say about ICW. Um, it should satisfy. now I've been to Glasgow, I've done a bit of a research, so now I know where the good bars are. Um, if, anyone, you know, if anyone can recommend others, it will only strengthen on our reasoning to come here. I think we're going to come anyway, so it's all good. Yeah, let's get on to then. You be- you've become our inside man, that's what's happened. I feel, th- I feel that because I'm on location, even though literally anyone who's been in Glasgow for more than 30 hours has much more gravitas with whatever they're saying about the city, I feel like I am a bit of an expert on Glasgow now. I was in the trendy West End earlier.
3: Ooh. That's
2: what the internet, that's what the internet says it's all anyway, and none of the locals do. I looked like I was going to get punched when I asked if this was the Trendy West End to one bloke in a
3: bar.
1: (laughs) Uh, Right, let's get to Casey Canzaro then. Should we sign off, John? You can go and, you know, enjoy the rest of your Glasgow experience and we'll be back at the start of next week with you reporting from the NXT UK tapings with more interviews, more bits and pieces. Um, So, I'm going to let you go, John, and we'll get to Casey Canzaro. Have fun in sunny Glasgow, find more bars, figure more stuff out, and report back. All right, love you, bye. Catch you later. John Jackson with us on the Pro Wrestling Show. Uh, Keep checking us out on Twitter at ProWrestleShow. Head to uh, the website TalkSport.com forward slash WWE for the latest news and views. Uh, But here is our chat with Casey Catanzaro from WrestleMania 35. The first thing we had to check, TalkSport, back at uh, Media Day at WrestleMania, was to make sure that myself and Casey could get in the camera shot because Casey (laughs) Catanzaro with us now, uh, one of the more diminutive wrestlers, it's fair to say, in NXT at the moment. What was that? One of the more diminutive wrestlers in wrestling at the moment. Thank
6: you. That's very (laughs) sweet. Um, I'm just happy to be here. This is WrestleMania (laughs) week. WrestleMania week, my first ever, so it's going to be an awesome ride.
1: How special is it being a Jersey girl going to get to see WrestleMania in Jersey?
6: It's awesome. Uh, You know, I grew up in Jersey, so being here is definitely like I get that little feel of home. And, uh, you know, some of my family's getting to come out to some of the access matches and to take over. So this is a really big week for me. And to be able to have some family there definitely makes it a lot better.
1: I mean, the people who come out here, they come out and they go to New York and they want to see the Empire State and they want to go to Central Park. What should they be going over to Jersey to check out?
6: man that's tough you know my favorite part of jersey is like my family i grow honestly because growing up i uh i did gymnastics growing up and so it's funny even from jersey and people talk about new york as if i should like know everything in new york and i'm like i grew up in jersey like i didn't ever come to new york when i was younger because i was so busy um so i'm more so like a tourist than a tour guide they're like you're from here i'm like maybe we should google what would be cool to do we could do some cool things (laughs) i'm like no help but i am happy to be here if that
1: counts. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's perfect. <laughs> um, I want to ask you uh, a little bit about your kind of journey into NXT coming from gymnastics and going straight into the performance center. We're seeing more and more people come out of the indies to go into NXT, but you coming from a non-wrestling background, how tough was that when you first came in?
6: Oh man, it's it's tough. Um, for me, especially coming in with no wrestling experience, and <laughs> some of the people in my recruiting class that got signed at the same time that came in were just huge names ricochet candice Lorray, war raiders they, wow. they all they all came in at my on the, the same day that i did and like together they have like 50 years of wrestling experience and i was just like oh man oh i've never been stepped in a ring before and i felt like really just like nervous and out of place um but since being at the performance center it's really allowed me to learn that that's not a disadvantage and that I can use that as an advantage uh, I know that I'm here for a reason and I know that I can show people uh, something different and you know it just took me kind of digging deep and realizing that I have a lot to show and uh, to not let that not let the worry or the doubt or what other people might think get in the way and I'm used to that anyway, so I just, I like to prove people wrong, so I'm just, just another day, you know?
1: (laughs) You grew up a big wrestling fan, right, though?
6: Yes. I watched, my sister and I watched wrestling growing up, loved it, like, we would go in our basement, I actually remember one day, so my sister's two years older than me, we would watch wrestling, it was like our kind of playroom in the basement, so my parents were always like, okay, yeah, you guys go downstairs and do it, we're like, okay, but they never watched with us, and then... (laughs) I was like 19, I want to say, and we were uh, re-watching one of, like, Stone Cold's VHS best of tapes. And my mom this, happened... This sounds
1: incredible, by the way. This is After this is all finished, yes. can we go and watch that yes. tape? Is yes. it still at your mom's? Can yes. we go over to Jersey?
6: And it's here. She can bring it for us. <laughs> and we had watched it, and I remember my mom just be <laughs> looking at me and my sister like... This is what I let you watch when you were nine? What was I doing? We were like, it's great. What are you talking about? It's the best. Like, and so that, that's one of my favorite stories. It was really fun. But yes, huge fan growing up. Um, when I got older, I kind of moved away. Didn't really have a TV and lost track. So to be able to uh, come back and jump into it, it feels just like a fresh start for me, uh, which has been difficult. But, you know, I'm, I'm here just to learn and do the best I can.
1: Was there a moment? Because I think what always astounds about the Performance Center is you turn up and it's guys like Shawn Michaels, like Triple H, but they're not just there. It's not just for face. It's not just to do the business side. They really want to work and develop you guys and girls. And, and was there a moment for you when you met someone or just had a real kind of jaw drop, couldn't talk? like?
6: So one of my favorite stories is what the first time I met Triple H. And uh, at the Performance Center, like he's like working out in the gym with us. And uh, I met him and he said, I said, I'm Casey. And he said, hi, I'm Paul. And I was like, no you're not like in my in my mind I was like no you're triple A like I played it off like oh yeah nice to meet you but in my head I was like what this is crazy and it's funny because you know and I was so excited to meet him he was a big inspiration to me one of my favorites and I remember certain people being like okay like don't be a fan you shouldn't be you know whatever and and I remember thinking like but we should appreciate him and everything he's done and I think he would love that you know he's inspired us and that we should be here and so for me I have those moments all the time where I see someone or I meet someone or now I share a ring with someone and it's it's humbling and it's exciting and it's inspiring and so I have those every day which is really I'm just really lucky.
1: There's a couple of moments from the last year I want to ask you about, starting off with the Mae Young Classic, your match with Rhea went viral, the mm-hmm. kind of, when she set the base and you were going all around the place and everyone yeah. like, loved that spot and went nuts for it, so what was that whole experience like and working with Rhea who has been over and been our champion out in the UK quite recently?
6: Rhea is an, an incredible athlete, and I love sharing the ring with her. She definitely pushes me to be my best, which is definitely is what you look for in, in an opponent. And uh, the Mae Young Classic for me was my first time really being introduced to the NXT universe, WWE universe at all. And, you know, I, I hadn't been at the Performance Center that long, so I remember realizing how big of a deal it was and being really nervous. And so to be able to share the ring with people like Reyna Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley and be able to have um, these awesome matches where they really brought out the best in in both of us uh, was really, really awesome. And I remember having a moment during my match with Rhea afterwards and just feeling the energy and thinking to myself, I get why people do this because for me coming in, I didn't have matches on the independent scene. I didn't learn, you know, anywhere else. And, um, that passion really came from just wanting to get there, not really having it yet. And I remember those moments in the Mae Young being like, this is why, this is why. And so I definitely hold on to that. And same with the rumble at any other big moments, you know, I've, it kind of, it gives you that feeling and you're like yes this is why we're here for all these people and it's really cool to feel that
1: and you know what i loved about the rumble this year because that obviously was going to be the other moment <laughs> i was going to ask you about is that you know the first women's rumble was phenomenal but they relied a lot on getting the kind of pop of having you know, beth phoenix coming back and having Moni holly coming back and legends yes. what i love this year is they did the whole thing with the roster from raw smackdown and nxt i thought that was really special
6: it was really cool, and obviously that allowed um, some of us from NXT to be in it, which is a big dream. And you know, we found out just a few days before that we were going to be in it. And so that, that
1: video they put out of you all yes. being told that oh you were God. going into the Rumble was amazing.
6: Which is funny because even I was like stunned because I am very like dramatic. Like I cry all the time. I like yell all the like. I'm just very like open and out there. And when they told me, mine is the most boring reaction. Like everyone's screaming and crying, and I was just like, okay, so we'll be, yep. Yeah, all right. And my coach, Serena, was like, I for sure was like, Casey's going to cry. And I'm like, I think I just didn't realize. So it was funny that um, it was such a big moment that it kind of stunned me. But just being a part of it, yeah, I'm, I remember being out in the ring and looking around at the women and being like, I have watched this moment happening from my TV and now I'm in this moment. And it was just like weird. Out of body thing. Like, it was very cool.
1: <laughs> With one of the longest run-ins ever, as well, because having to come down that ramp and round the
6: angle. Like. I literally was like, uh, "Don't fall! Don't fall! Don't fall!" Well, first I walked out, and then I was like, "Okay, don't cry, just go." And then I was like, "Okay, hey guys, okay, don't trip." Yeah, and I had to like slide into the ring, and I was like, "One time, my first, <laughs> my first Florida Live event that I had to like run in and slide in the ring and save someone. I went to s- <laughs> slide in the ring." <laughs> And, like, caught my hip on the, like, metal that's, like, under the ring. And I was like, I'm coming, boom, and stopped. And then I was like, oh, I had to get in. Oh, it was terrible. So that's what was going through my mind. And I was very happy that it went smoothly.
1: <laughs> well, it looked perfect. So <laughs> that's, that's the main thing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then finally, with this amazing women's triple threat headlining with yes. the great four women who are in the, the four-way at, at NXT and the yeah. tag match and everything else, looking at the talent that's around at the moment, who would you have, what would be your dream match, say, at NXT TakeOver or Mania next year?
6: Ooh, that's tough. I would say, man, it's good that that question is so tough because it means that there are so many amazing people. I would love to share the ring with any of them. Um, honestly, Rhea has got to be one of my favorite opponents. Like I said, she just she brings out the best in me because I know that I'm not going to survive if I don't. And uh, I need to give everything that I have. And she always leaves it all out there. So if, if me and her could uh, have a takeover match, I think that it would be awesome.
1: Casey, <laughs> okay, so amazing. Enjoy Friday. Enjoy Sunday back in your hometown. Really lovely chatting to you.
6: Thank you so much.